continue to throw it out there, test it, see where it lands, and allow yourself to define what success means to you and what you want to continuously develop again and again and again. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on another episode of your Badass Journey podcast. Today is a direct-to-you episode on a topic that I hold near and dear, which is all about failure. (laughs) How many of you are struggling with holding on to what you considered a failure that really could be a powerful move for you to just shift your language around and start to step forward into what you truly believe is successful from that learning. So I know there's a lot of words. I know sometimes people are triggered even by hearing the word failure. I think someone even asked me recently, like, what was your biggest failure? And whenever I hear that, I immediately in my mind today switch it to, well, I don't believe in failure. I believe in lessons learned because I am in a continuous, continue testing. I'm tongue tied today. (laughs) Testing cycle, right? Like continuous development, which I learned through my tech years running different tech organizations for other people and also going in and helping build the process of how to get shit done. There is this method of continuous development. And when you learn that, you realize uh, in order to continuously improve the quality of what you put out into the world, you need to continuously try new things, continuously tweak it, test it, deliver it, and learn again and again and again. And what I realized was for many years, my mindset and my heaviness, like the heaviness I used to carry around was because I put more weight around what I considered a failure over what did I learn from that that I can continue to develop on and move forward with? And what did I learn that I never want to do again and should be left behind? So today, I want to talk to you about the power of failure. And I'm using my infamous quotation hands because I realize that failure is something that normally is defined for us and becomes then a belief about ourselves that we never truly thought that way to begin with until we were told that it failed, that we failed. So first and foremost, I would love for you to take the opportunity if you're listening to the show today and you are someone that is triggered by that word failure or sitting in fear of failing to ask yourself, where did you learn that model that failure is something that is negative? Where did you learn it? 
And is that truly your belief on how you want to run your life today? Most of you listening to my show are adults above the age of 18. I doubt I have youngins listening (laughs) to me because most of you I am talking to in your adult life. And we have a freaking choice. And if you haven't recognized that you have a choice as an adult, you got some learning to do for yourself. But what I want to do is give you permission today to redefine how you put power into failure and how you step forward in defining it in a way that empowers you to continuously step forward and leverage your lessons learned. So where did we learn? Where did we learn failure? Can you? I can come up with instant, instant moments where I learned someone else's definition of failure became my own because I didn't know any better. And it generally happens as we're growing up in other people's systems and don't have a choice. For example, school systems. School systems grade us. They grade us against each other. They grade us against the, the other states. They grade us against the national results. They, they help us move forward, and, but they also typecast us as a certain rank, a, a certain rank of achievement. And we are told we will fail if we do not succeed at receiving a certain level of grade, of GPA. Right. So the system of failure was something we were taught at a very young age. They put a big fat F on it when you fail. Right. Like they're not discreet. They are not discreet about telling us what is a failed situation and what is an accelerated A situation to get that A, A plus, whatever that looks like. So when we are taught the system of failure of a young age and of from a version of judgment, of course. It's going to shut us down when we think about what happens when we fail. Why aren't we just doing it anyway? And here's the beauty of adult life is that failure is something we get to define and we get to leverage and we get to say, oh, I learned that. I did fall on my face and that hurt a lot, (laughs) right? But maybe next time I will tweak it a little bit when I try again and decide what value I choose to put on that so-called test cycle that maybe failed was under the threshold of acceptance for me in order to move things forward. Or it taught me that I never want to do that again. I tried it and it failed. Didn't meet my threshold of acceptance. So I'm not going to do that again. Oh my God, how freeing. If I tell you how many times in my school life I would roll my eyes at my grades (laughs) because someone else chose to judge my absorption of information and my application of information. And I'm a quite different learner than most. I am someone who loves to learn in action. So the, you know, test, fail, try again model is so my game because I'm in action figuring it out for myself. I'm not just being told something and regurgitating that something. To me, that is a very flat energy cycle that I couldn't buy into. So I did not, did not get the best grades. And I was perfectly fine with not getting the best grades because that was someone else's judgment of me. And I was very, I guess, inwardly connected to realize that it didn't matter how they judged me 
It mattered how I judged myself and how did it stop me from having the experience I wanted out of the situation to get the results I wanted out of that situation. Now, why am I talking about school years? Well, it's because those are our formative years and we learn so many lessons in that time that are guiding us today that might be helping propel us forward or holding us back. I just got off a call with someone who was so impressed by the fact that I just keep trying new things and putting new things out there and see what happens. And she said I even had like this business savvy that she's never seen before and that she wished she had and that she's afraid. So she used her fear statement of putting it out there because she might be judged and she might fail at it. Now, you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that stuff gets me all sorts of riled up. Because that is a belief system that she learned versus deciding what she truly needed to believe in herself to push forward into the realm of achievement, the realm of fulfillment that she chooses for herself. She's letting other people's systems of what failure means guide her. And I know she's not alone. And I'm because I went through this myself. I'm on the other side. I'm on that side that I want to show you my amazing listeners, how to take advantage of redefining and empowering yourself in a test and acceptance cycle to determine what might be below the line of your so-called and call it a failure if you want. If that language fuels you, fantastic. If it shuts you down, let's change it. But when it's lower than the threshold of acceptance, because that's truly what failure means... What are you going to do about it is what matters most. So when we are stepping into adulthood and really embracing the life we want to have and building the business that we want to have, the career we want to have, the relationships we want to have, we need to dive into what our true definition of success is, our own threshold of success, and how do we do that? We do that by understanding what are our personal key performance indicators. So they call them KPIs. And the reason why I love to bring product language into your life language is because it is so easy to to relate and apply to your life. So KPIs are used in the product world to decide for a business when they put something out there, how did it perform? So that those KPIs help them realize what tweaks do they need to make, what is moving the needle of their business, and how best to make the next decision for what they want to go after next. Simple. It's a formula. So when we create KPIs for our own life, which is really that indicator of what we believe would be successful to us for doing this, And we change our mindset to say, hey, you know what? If it becomes under that threshold of acceptance to me for that line item, that one thing I tried to do and I I rate it at this level of acceptance against this criteria, then it becomes so much easier for me to move forward because I've actually put a true indicator around what means the most to me. And by doing it, how does it move? the needle for me to move forward or let something go. 
Okay, I know I might have lost some of you, so let's bring it back. <laughs> okay, if we were to think about the key performance indicators of your actions in life and business, the best way I came up with in order for me to hold myself accountable as well as drive things forward was to align them with my core values. Now, you've heard me talk about core values before. It is part of my Lead with Value book. It it is part of the core value exercise you can grab on my website. But when you identify what your core values are that help you lean in and lead with the highest level of fulfillment for yourself, you then can create KPIs against those core values so that you know when you're taking action or you're building something or you're putting your new product line out there or you're trying to reach out to a client, you actually know which KPI under those core values you're moving the needle on. Because when you actually form this this way, you are now increasing your level of fulfillment by taking action that is aligned with your core values. So what does that look like? So as you guys know, those who have been listening to me for a while and those who are new, welcome. My top three core values are love, creativity, and integrity. And if I think about my KPIs for my business, so I'm just going to be business focused for now, because you heard my values. They are very heart-centered connected. I mean, love, for Christ's sake, is the first one, right? So it's like, yes, everything I do, I have to be loving on it. Otherwise, I'm not filled up. I'm not... If I'm not expressing my love or being open to receiving it through my work, then it is not a fulfilling day for me. So if I think about the KPI of earnings, if I think about when I'm earning, how do I, how do I measure my actions to know that A, I'm leaning into love and that I am whatever I choose to do will earn me something in return because that's my business. My, my business needs to make money. I, that is constantly an energy flow that I lean into. I love earnings. I love to make sure that my services are rewarded. And so earnings will always be a KPI for me. So did I earn off that action? But now when you think about the three core values... So earnings aligned with love is my coaching stance and my strategic advisory stance. Like That's me loving on your businesses. That's me loving on your life. And showing up in it, I can charge a certain amount that allows me to share my gifting with you so that you excel. So when I'm designing a product or program in my coaching world or my strategic advising world for startups, I need to lean into... What's the key performance indicator for me to lean into love and also earn the threshold that I would be satisfied with? And I designate what that number looks like. And if love for this specific program is more important to me than creativity and integrity, then I can weight that KPI to lean into that. So that even when I come in under that ideal number to make... So for example... My AYG group coaching program, I offer it at a highly discounted rate of $777 because I want to love more on people than actually earn off that program. It is a program that I could literally charge at least $3,500 for. 
But because I want to extend my reach and I want to um, lean into love and show people how to build the businesses they want, I offer it at a much lower rate because I'm still getting fulfilled on a love standpoint. And I'm also extending my reach to a new audience, those who are just starting out in their business or looking for a refresh on what to do next. So they actually hit two of my KPIs, which is earnings, because I still earn something from it. And I'm 100% okay with that threshold. And then number of actual clients to enroll in that is another KPI that I lean into. And if I'm able to get at least 10 people in that program, then to me, that is a success threshold. Now, this past group that I just launched with that, and just to, just to give you real time, I could, I could easily have looked at as a failure because I only got 7 people in that group. But 7 out of 10, in my opinion, was a lesson learned situation. At the rate um, I was offering, at the time I was offering it, and the value that it brought to this group, I could easily have been beating myself up that I didn't hit that 10 out of 10. But I'll tell you that the increase against my KPI for earnings, as well as I did get a number of new people into my ethos, into my environment that I could serve, and I was dialed up on that love factor, leaning into my number one core value, it all felt like a success to me. But if someone on the outside was measuring me and say, Oh, you didn't get that 10 out of 10. What happened to the other three? Why didn't you work harder to get the other three people enrolled? You totally failed. I could have easily let that be my language that would have stopped me from offering it again and again and again. Or I could have decided that I tested the model. I looked at what this is and I decided what my personal KPIs are in order to push me forward. Do you see how you can take failure and create power from it? You could take a failed test and decide how you want to move forward. You are 100% in control of doing that in your life, in your business to step forward. So if you're someone that's sitting in fear of failure, I want to challenge you to change your language and ask yourself, what are you going to test today and measure the level of success that and fulfillment that means the most to you by stepping forward into it. What are you willing to test today? Test for yourself, test in knowing. And what do your key performance indicators need to be to measure for yourself the threshold of learning and success and excitement and celebration? What would that look like for you to then show up in it all the time. And when you line that with your core values, it easily helps you make sure that every action you're taking is towards something that's going to fill you up. Because if you're dragging your arms on the floor, trying to step up into an action that does not fill you up, that does not lean into your core values, you, yes, will fail because it was a failed formula to begin with. You didn't want it in the first place. But that's your choice. The systems that you are working within today definitely have structures of performance, 
with thresholds against it. If you're an adult, that is the system we now work within. What is a high performer? How does your business match up? What were your earnings? Blah, blah, blah. And you can then get stuck in comparison, which was the model we were all raised under if you went through formal education. We were all raised under comparison to everyone next to us. But we have to decide inside what does it mean to us to succeed and what does it mean to us to fail. And leverage that failure into a lesson learned to propel you forward into what's next and continue to throw it out there, test it, see where it lands, and allow yourself to define what success means to you and what you want to continuously develop again and again and again. The other practice I just want to remind you of when you're sitting in failure is forgiveness. So if you had that language of, I don't want to do it because I might fail or I failed at this, so why would I try that? Take a deep breath with me and just forgive yourself for the unforeseen judgment that you had learned from your past of what success meant to others and allow yourself, give yourself permission to define what success means to you. You are 100% in control of this. This is your journey, your badass journey to continue on. And I just love sharing the tools with you that I've leveraged myself in order to stand in it every single day the best way I know how. And like I said, I'm continuously learning. I give my, myself permission to try to learn from it, test or success, whatever that looks like as an end result, lean into my KPIs as a point of measure to show me what did I learn from this episode? What did I learn from going through this exercise? What did I learn from putting a product out there that did not land well with my clients or never sold so that I could tweak it and try again? Life's happening for you. Leverage these skills, please, please, please. And of course, I would love to hear from you. If you received any sort of aha moment from today's episode, I would love to hear it. I know I'm not the only one that sits in my mind and forgets to act. And I had to condition myself to act in order to sit in the level of fulfillment that I know I deserve. So I hope you got something great out of today's episode and would love to hear from you if you did. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your badass journey. And I will see you in the next episode. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. 
Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. 